I would tell them, man, have a vision and write it down. Period and point blank. Have a vision and write it down. Whatever your vision is, like to the to 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 what suit you gonna wear, to what round you think you're going, whatever it is, have that vision. And then walk in that vision, right? And then no matter what happens, whether you uh achieve the goal that you wanted or you fall short, still keep the same vision. The path may be different, but still have that same mentality, that same mindset. And then ultimately, what do you want to be in the league? Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. And I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the game beyond the game talk that talk as a place for thought provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. I'm excited to introduce our guest, Mr. Anthony Hills, who is a former NFL offensive tackle, used to protecting folks. He was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the fourth round of the 2008 NFL draft and went on to play a long and accomplished 10-year career, including winning a Super Bowl with the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Arizona Cardinals. That hurts. All right. He played college football at University of Texas and went to the same high school as Prince, which is a great did you know. Uh, Hills now invests his time in giving back to his community through the Tony Hills Foundation with the support from his loving wife, Brittany, and sons, Tristan, Tylen, and Tobin, which means Yahweh is great. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, stump your feet, clap your hands for Mr. Anthony Hills, man. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Tony. That's what Tony. Tony. <laughs> Yo, Tony, I want to hop right in if you don't mind. So your, your son, Tobin, yeah. you let us know that early, you know, that uh, it meant Yahweh was great. What, what's the inspiration, heck, behind all the names of your sons and certainly that particular name? Yeah, so so Tristan uh, was a name. I, when I first had him, I didn't want him to be a junior. Because in my in my mindset, when I first when I had my first son, I wanted to teach him everything that I that I possibly could and can, but I wanted him to have his own identity, right? Okay. So that that's where Tristan came from. Tylen Tylen was a name. Uh, he's and it's funny because it's 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 an it's a name that you don't hear a lot. It's artistic, and that's my artistic son, right? And then uh, Tobit, uh, goodness of God, Elijah Yahweh is great. Um, that came from just the understanding of as I continue to research and wanted to find history of who I believe we are uh, coming into the faith of, uh, of, of, of understanding who Israel is. That's where that name came from. And he's man, that kid is me all day. Fiery temper, ready to go, backs down from no man. A uh, little quick story on him. You know how when you scare babies, their natural, their natural reaction is to take off running, right? Okay. In the opposite direction. When you scare him, he runs at you. So that, really? that yeah, and, and that in itself had me like, whoa, okay. All right, I see what I'm dealing with right here. So it's it's been amazing to have these three boys, man. I'm so blessed, man. That's yeah, awesome. It's like, it's like you literally spoke their truth into their names and who they are present day. Does it Does it feel that way? It does. It does. I mean, because, you know, Tristan, man, he he's, he, you know, he's the oldest. He's the leader. 
But man, he's the he's the jokester. You know, he's the one that's, you know, that's always, you know, kind of pulling at the strings and getting reactions out of them. But when you need somebody to like, when, when you say, hey, Tristan, look, I, I got to get on a call. I got to handle this business. I need you to hold it down. Man, it's like he flips. He's like, all right, I got you, dad. All right, Tobin, huh? I'm going to fix your oatmeal. Tyler, I got you. What do you need? I'm going to help. Like, he's always wanting to help. So uh, I, I can't do it without that young man, man. He's, he's, he's holding it down as my firstborn, for sure. Oh, congratulations, man. I'm really excited to get this conversation going, especially, you know, because as I understand it, you two kind of know each other. There's some history between, you know, Prince and, and Tony. What is that history, Prince? What's going on? How do you two know each other? Oh, man, Tony, um, we went to the same high school together. Southwest A-Leaf, Texas. L-Sick A-Leaf rounds, baby. So a lot of people... Sometimes I don't know how to pronounce it, you know, and so if you, don't know, it up. <laughs> if you don't know how to pronounce it, you can just say the SWAT, and people already know where you're from. But, man, Tony and I, we grew up together um, from the same area. Uh, it's amazing how to, to see his, his growth, who, where he started and where he, where he is now in life. Man, I, I'll never forget, I always saw an insatiable appetite for a kid that was always looking to be great. And, and his stewardness and, and, and his um, ability to be able to understand the game of football and just understand how to better yourself and be great. A lot of us never really had a tool to know how to get out of our situation. But one of the things that I used to do, my dad used to always teach me about was visualization and just understanding where you're heading whenever you have an effort or a goal. And... Uh, I would be the one always doing my work, going to the gym early in the morning, staying at the practice, doing extra drills. And you, you have somebody like Tony who was like, hey, P, what you doing, man? Let me join. <laughs> and so at, I didn't have to encourage him to come. He did it on his own. And that's how I knew that he was going to be successful um, in life because it's those things that you can't teach, those intangibles that um, that that makes him invaluable. Um, so. Yeah, so um, you know, other, other after the, after those years, I haven't had a chance to speak to Tony ever since he went to Texas, and then I got drafted to Baltimore, and then he got drafted to the Steelers, and so we was on we we were, you know, rivals uh, at the same time. So it was just it was really awesome, man, just to see him there on the field, and um, myself as well. And so now it's coming full circle, and now we're here. So that's our connection. That's how I remember it. So Tony, if you got another, another Tony, memory, what man, do you remember? Share. Tony, uh, was he the one chasing you around one to practice? No, tell us, Tony, <laughs> no, what, I, I, what I, do you remember you as you grow up? Usually I'm the king of colorful stories, bro. I'm the king. <laughs> but in this situation, you know, the, the, the Bible say there's a time and season. So I gotta, I gotta keep it 100. I gotta keep it a buck, man. PJ, uh, in, in all actuality was, was, like a father figure to a young, impressionable mind. And what I mean by that is my, my father was not around. So everything that I picked up, I picked up from my environment. Well, PJ was part of my environment. And the thing that I picked up was, man, look, I saw the success that he had had. Like, so I went to A-Leaf Middle School. Elsie is right across the street. So we would go to the game. So I remember PJ when I was in middle school, man. So to be able to play with him, I was like, man, bro, that's, that's PJ, bro. That's PJ Daniel, bro. He's killing the game right now. 
But then I found out how he was doing it because I would sit back. I've always been good at observing people and taking the good of things of, of what they do and implementing that into my life. And then maybe the mistakes that they made, I can learn from it. So I learn from everybody that I'm around. And, you know, big bro, man, I, I, you know, I told him when we had this talk, I was like, bro, you, you remember, and I don't even think he had remembered it until I brought it up. I was like, you remember, bro, you used to train, bro, and you would pull that big ass tractor tire, bro. You would have it wrapped around your waist, bro, and you'd be running uh, sprints. He's like, yeah, I said, bro, when you left, I still continued that tradition. And we, and this is the irony of that. PJ would, would do it, and then I would watch it, and he'd be the only one doing it. And then eventually I started working out with him. But he started out alone. Fast forward two years after he goes to college to Georgia Tech, and now I'm a, you know, a senior. I'm still doing it, but I'm alone, right? And no, no disrespect to, the, to my brothers, man. They was doing their thing. You know, you, what you're going to do when you're in high school, you're going to holler at girls, you got your car, you're doing your thing. But I, was, I saw myself in a different light. And I saw that, man, I saw PJ grind and go to a D1 college. I, I wanted to go to a D1 college, bro. I didn't care what college it was. I wanted to go. And when I saw how PJ worked, it, it was like, you know how people can tell you something, but then when you're around an environment and you actually see it coming to fruition, it's like, bro, like I can do that. I can do that. Like I'm grinding just like he grinding. I can do that. And that's what happened, man. So I, I got to give it back to my brother, man. He, he, he held it down for, like I said, a young, impressionable mind, bro. Uh, to this day, you know, the lessons of the way I work, I, there's still a piece of him that's a part of me when I think about the grind. Cause he used to always tell me stuff like, Hey man, Hey, hard work outworks talent every day, hard work outworks talent every day. We got to go put this work in T let's go put the work in. And like, I remember it was one time. I don't think you remember this, bro. It was one time, bro, where I, I think I had to go to church or something and you was working out. It was a Wednesday service. I had to go to church and you was going to work out afterwards, bro. I was so hot that my mama made me go to church, bro. I'm telling her, I'm like, I'm missing my workout, man. She's like, boy, you yelling at me one more time. I'm like, all right. But I was hot because I didn't want to let my brother down, man. And I'm appreciative yeah. of that brother, man. So that's, that's pretty much that. That's awesome, man. Amazing. So those stories match up, didn't they, for a moment? That, that's facts, amazing. Facts, facts. I, I usually do colorful ones, but I'm going to keep it 100. <laughs> yeah. that's, so, so what inspired that? So, you know, it seemed as though, you know, Prince ignited something in you, right? And there was yeah. something that, you know, uh, I guess had you open, ready to receive, you know, that vision, that thought, that work ethic. What do you feel like that was? Like what kept you open to, I want more for me? Facts. I, I think like, so my mom, shout out to Mary Lemons, man. My mom is the epitome of grind, grinder, bro. Like no matter what it is, she's going to make it happen. So I saw what hard work looked like from a female perspective. PJ was one of the first people where I saw it from a male perspective. Right. And even though he was only two years my senior, like he carried himself in a, in a, in a, in a way that was, there was a, a class of dignity. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like, before me, man, PJ was the one, all the letters, you know, you know, everybody wanted to be a part of what he was a part of. He was getting all the love, but you could go up to PJ, no matter if he was a, you know, some scrawny little kid in the band, if he was in theater, whatever, like he always made you feel like you were a part of something, right? He wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm that dude, you know, don't touch my jacket. Matter of fact, I spit back there, go wipe it up. He wasn't none of that, you know <laughs> And so I took those lessons, man, and I admired that. And it showed me like, man, be be great, but be great with humility. 
And he could tell you, like, I can't, man. We've gone to the highest level, man. We've just seen some brothers. They have some greatness, but they're terrible human beings. And at the end of the day, I don't think that we're defined by our job. I think we're defined on what we stand, what we stand for and what we believe in. And so those were some of the lessons that I was learning as a kid that I was able to take with me when I went to college. Amazing. So, so you mentioned, you know, college and that transition. Obviously, you know, you're at University of Texas. PJ went to, you know, Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that experience in college and carrying that same work ethic now that your brother instilled with you, you know, and taking that to college? And was that tougher to maintain as you approach the transition into even the NFL? I'll be honest, athletically, not at all. Not at all, because I had already been working. You know, like I said, you know, PJ already had instilled that mindset in me to work. Where I took uh, that mindset and flipped it was academically, because academically I was challenged. It wasn't that I wasn't, you know, smart enough to understand what was being taught to me. It was just that, being honest, man, the public school system in A-Leaf is not preparing you for the course (laughs) curriculum at the University of Texas. I'm going to just be real. Had a wonderful time, loved the team, but we gonna keep it one hundred. Like we are gonna keep it a buck. It's yeah. it was, they, were, they were very nice. <laughs> first time I walked, I tell the story every time. The first time I walked into my class, I, it was a class of over one hundred and fifty kids in that class. I was the only melanated brother in there, man. So really? right off the rip, I walked straight out, went to my counselors, like I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I don't know. If but, you know, it was something she said. She was like, now you know, now you know uh, the importance of why you're here and what you mean to people from your community. And that hit me. That hit me hard. So I just took that work at the man. I grinded every summer academically. I didn't go back home. I, I did summer school every year for all four years. And I did it because I realized, okay, if I, if I'm, if I have to do all this catch-up work, if I have to really figure out this stuff, then let me get ahead of the of next year by going to summer school. So I would go, I would travel back home maybe a week, then I'd go to summer school and I'd be out there the whole time. Because every all my needs was taken care of. I had my own place, I had my own vehicle, you know, did I have everything I wanted? No, but I was all right. And so I just knew that as long as I stayed focused, something was gonna happen. Now, now, really quick, for those, you know, elite athletes that are going to come across this or, you know, just folks who are just living their, their life, so to speak, but for the elite athlete athletes specifically, you know, what might you tell them, especially those guys that are in college that are definitely going to matriculate into, you know, the NFL or, or other pro sports arena? Like, what can they do during their college days to ensure a healthier transition in the NFL and, and out of their professional sport? Man, you know, it's something that um, I was very fortunate by being drafted to Pittsburgh because I was, I tell people all the time, I was around a bunch of grown men. We had dudes that had grandchildren that was playing on the team. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would tell them, man, have a vision and write it down. Period and point blank. Have a vision and write it down. Whatever your vision is, like to, the, to, to, to what suit you're going to wear, to what round you think you're going, whatever it is, have that vision. And then walk in that vision, right? And then no matter what happens, whether you uh, achieve the goal that you wanted or you fall short, still keep the same vision. The path may be different, but still have that same mentality, that same mindset. And then ultimately, what do you want to be in the league? You know what I mean? Do you, do you want to be the starter that's the five-year guy? 
like, you know, there's this misconception that everybody come into the league and it's like, yeah, man, I'm going to be a starter for 10 years. You got a lot of people, man, that just love the game and they just want to play. And if starting happens because of that, great. If it don't and they're able to contribute to a team another way, then they fine with that too. These are all the different conversations that I've had. I think that that was the shock for me to come to find out. I'm talking to pro bowlers and it's like some of them don't even love the game like that. You know what I mean? Like you're a pro bowl player, but I don't really like love the game like that. What is it that they love, man? I love the camaraderie. I love, you know, the, the competition. You know what I mean? But as far as football in the whole, if, if, if that was to go, I'd be fine. And so you got to have a vision as an athlete, as a star athlete of who you want to be. You got to have an understanding of what you want to accomplish and then have an end goal. That's important. I want to I speak on that real quick. Uh, Marshawn Lynch brought it out when he was telling the brothers, you know, make sure you count your chickens. The reason why he said that is because you'll see so many brothers, man, that lose themselves, man. I, I've read so many articles of brothers that I've played with or that I know because I've been on different teams that when they retired, man, their life went downhill. And it's because they never had or if they were cut and they never got an opportunity and they felt like it was taken away from them, they were never able to bounce back from that because they put everything into this and never had an end goal. So have a vision, have an end goal. Those would be the two points I made. Oof. Man, real quick, now I want to come to PJ. Real quick, if you let, let's say there's a player like that, because there, there's something that jumped in my mind just then as you mentioned that. What's one thing right now, if there's a, a pro athlete, whatever they're playing right now, and it was taken from them, what's one thing you could tell them right now? They're watching this, they're listening to you right now. What would you say to them right now that can help them? Find your passion. Because a lot of times what happens is we believe that our passion is wrapped up in this game. But it's really, it's, sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's an aspect of the game that's pressing your passion button. Uh-oh. So because you don't go out and do anything else, you attach this and say, yeah, football is my life. But that can't be true because you have people that leave that and they have some of them have more success outside of the game than they did in it. So find what true passion is and then attack that with the same vigor and the same tenacity that you did when you was waking up at five in the morning lifting weights, when you was out there with bone bruises and broken arms and torn labrums and all this stuff. Go after your vision that same way, and that's what's going to help you to move on to the next level uh, outside of the game. That passion button, that passion button, that's major right there because that could be super broken down, but that passion button. So Definitely bars all day, every day. Every day, B. So, let's, so, so PJ, let's, we're going to you know, go back to the future, so to speak, okay. uh, to those high school days and, and you getting a chance to meet Tony. You know, what inspired you to kind of either take Tony on your wing and say, all right, come on, let, let's work together. What was there in your mind, in your heart, that, that was that kind of person, even though you were a big deal, that you saw everyone? Um, to, be, to be totally honest, it was the, the the ability to be able to 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 want to do it yourself. He wanted it himself. He wasn't looking for a handout, and I didn't have to hold his hand. It was just more so. I was like, "Hey, Tony, let's do this." He wouldn't even ask the reason why. Why are we doing it? He just knew that if I'm going to be great, this is how I'm going to be great. And for me to like when you see somebody that's like that that's the person that you grab and you, you, you pull them close because that's what makes you a circle type. 
That's Prince, what are some final thoughts that you know you might have, or any final questions you may have as we get close uh, to the end? Um, I, I always like to bring bring it to this serious point. Uh, Tony, just make sure whenever, whenever you talk or you, you expound on this one, try not to move except your mouth. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it keeps. Uh, 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 you know, you too, you're too fast for him, baby. You're too fast for him, Tony. <laughs> All right. Um, so, you have three. How many kids? How many boys do you have? Three. You have three boys. Mm-hmm. <sighs> with everything that you know now, with everything that you've been through in life, if you knew that you were going to pass tomorrow, you had to sit your three boys down and your wife too. Mm-hmm. What would you tell them? Mm-hmm. That's me. That's me. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Hey, go ahead and cut off and then come back on and see if it'll work again, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right. Because right. it's, it's still it. choppy. We're holding it down. Uh, hey, Derek, check him out. Look, he's back. Like he's he never back. left. Looking good. All right. Hey, this has got to be better. That, oh, man. Right. Go ahead. All right, man, man. Hey, we gonna make it happen, bro. We gonna make it happen. <laughs> nice, hey, y'all, y'all just listen. Y'all just got to have a snippet of my life, bro. That's called perseverance, bro. It don't always go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we gonna make it happen. You feel me? Hey, yeah, yeah, you wrote that in. You did all that on purpose. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. <laughs> oh, shameless plug. <laughs> Hey, no, bro, I got to answer that, bro. Yeah, man, what I would tell him is um, remember the lessons that daddy has taught you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Honor your, honor your mother and your father. You know, um, um, I leave behind an Avenger, right? You know, be, be, be somebody of integrity um, to my boys, uh, to, my, to my oldest son. You know, now you're the leader now. It's been passed down to you. Take care of your mother. Take care of your brothers. You know, um, Build, build houses and dwell in them, you know, lift up a nation, you know, be, in, be inspiring not only to your family, but to those that you encounter. Um, and, and ultimately, you know, keep the, keep the, keep the laws and the commandments that the, that the Lord has given you and everything else will work out. And to my wife, you know, my love for her is always, man, that woman, bruh, no words, no words. We, we often as husbands don't really, take the time to really think about the sacrifices that our wives make. But as a woman, you've had dreams, you've had goals, you've had aspirations, and you say, I'm going to give all that up because I love this man. Mm. And your life turns somewhere, totally takes you totally different than where you wanted, to go, wanted, wanted it to go. But because of your love and your sacrifice and your loyalty to this person, you're willing to do it, bro. Women sacrifice so much. And, and, and when you have a good one, bruh, I tell I tell my sisters and my and my my nieces and them all the time. I say you women don't understand the power you have, man. Y'all historically, I'm a I'm a history minor. Historically, women have the opportunity to help build up nations, or they can destroy kingdoms. So you have to decide which power and which spirit you're gonna operate in, and understand you're a queen, man. You don't have to be like everybody else. You don't have to aspire to be, you know, the, the women that you know, don't value themselves. You can be a woman of value. And if men don't respect that, then thank God that they've been able to be removed from your life. 
brilliant. And thank you for <laughs> sharing those thoughts. And thank you for sharing those words with women too, because it's, it's such a unique perspective. And I say unique because uh, sometimes, you know, women may feel like that perspective is missing from a man and from a man to say it to other men and other women as a reminder of not just who they are, but who we see them as, and sometimes seeing them better than they think that they are seen. But thank you for sharing that uh, big time. Thank you for sharing your family with us as well. That was major. Uh, Prince, any any final thoughts, questions, uh, uh, as um, we uh, get ready to close out? Um, so it looks like we have one for the audience. But, uh, for uh, sure, a couple. Yeah, yeah, a couple, right? Exactly. But um, my, my final thoughts is... Um, it's Tony. Um, man, I love you, brother. And I appreciate what you're doing, who you are, the man that you are, and what you stand for and what you're doing and the, and the, the, the imprint that you're looking to make on this world, man. Like, whatever that you need, please, you, you let us know. You, you have a voice here. Um, and everyone is going to listen to it and, and you're, you're, and everyone's going to open their listens and, and hear it as well. So thank you for speaking from the heart, man, because like I said, we're going to be changing people's lives one story at a time, you know, all over the world. And it's not just athletes in the United States, it's athletes, uh, on, on the rest of the, the continents, man. And, um, so we have some work to do. So it's professional athletes everywhere. And so right now what we're doing, we're being the, uh, the catalyst and um, that trailblazer to make sure that they understand that um, we have a community and we're here to grow together and we're here to ex- excel in the game beyond the game, man. So thank you for being who you are, man. And uh, shout out to your brother as well, man, for, 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 for doing his thing, man. His, his brother's doing his thing. He grew up with us too, man. Jay Hill, I'm super proud of him, man. Keep doing your thing, bro. You know, <laughs> that is amazing. That's awesome. Before I get out of here, I'm just going to read a couple of things from the comment section to make sure you guys know the kind of vibes that have been going on as well. And there have been some great things said about you, Tony, as well. Frederick said, man, you taught us a lot the years we spent together and showed us how to work hard every time we touch the field and hit the weight room. Uh, Prince Daniels Jr. Uh, Chuck also said uh, specifically where we come from and other areas as well. So it's really, you know, it's amazing that you guys come on here and mention where you came from and that that's not a bad thing, but understand that you can also rise above the noise of your situations and then help those uh, who are looking up to you and coming up behind you as well. A rose uh, out of concrete. Rose out of concrete, wow. for sure. Wow. Uh, Daisy absolutely loves what's going on here and wants you to keep up the good work. Uh, Doc Duck has a question really quick, brief question for both of you all. I'll, I'll take it. Who's the fastest football player you've ever seen? Someone who just seemed to have another gear. No, he's not talking about myself. Who <laughs> did you all see professionally play that had that other gear? That's, that's tough, man. Man, tough. But me... It would be Chris Johnson. Mm. It would be Chris Johnson. Uh, who else? Chris Johnson. And just, just from – I never met him before, but Tyreek Hill, man. I have never seen somebody like that that short and compact, but so fast, so fast. Like he just has another gear. And, and it's like whenever you start running, you know, you're like, ah, dig, 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 dig. <laughs> he, he is just breezing right past you. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> man. For me, but for me, it's going to be um, in high school, to be honest, it's got to be Ray Miller, bro. Ray Miller? 
Ray Miller in high school. In high school, hey, it got to be Ray Miller. Hey, but it, it, we had Ray Miller, Joel, and Martin. But you know, but you but know, Joel man. said he was faster than Ray. Man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we got to put it to the test. I can't. You can't do it now. They old now. I know. <laughs> no, no, that, now is the perfect time to race. <laughs> but, but professionally, for real, yeah, fact. I think I can get them now, boy. Hey, I got time. I got time today, cause if y'all watching this, I got time. Hamstrings, hamstrings, right? You know what I'm saying? No, uh, man, probably Antonio Brown for me, bro. Mm. Antonio Brown and Chris Johnson for sure. For Jamal Cross. Jamal Cross. Yes. Jamal Cross. Yes. Uh, Jay Charles. Me, Shout out to Jay Jamal Charles, man. Like, yeah. you're talking about a back, bro. Man, two yard line, 98. Let's go. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. blocking for the brother, playing the group of brother, Jamal Charles, home down. Yeah, Jamal Charles, man. He had that Amazing. speed. It's just like another yeah, level. Second gear. A second Amazing. gear. Now he had a third gear, man. Because, yeah. you know, some guys, they got a second gear, but then those, yeah. it's those guys that got that third gear, you're like, he fast. It's going to be a long he's day. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a long day. He glides when he runs, bro. Like glides. Like it's, it's like his feet don't touch the ground like he run on air. Like it's crazy. You got to watch his highlights, man. It's crazy. Wow. Check it out. Wow. Appreciate that. Uh, Hazel Ortega came on and said, hi, y'all. Great job. She enjoyed being here as well. And Frederick is saying, no, no, Ray Miller stills got it cuz. <laughs> I think we got a race on our hands. Tony, you didn't bid off some. I hope you can shoot. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to be fake it. Hey, Ray, hey, Ray, I'll take that bet on, man. I, I'll race you too, man. Yeah, I yeah. get in there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> what you That's don't what know is I'm going to put semen in his shoes before you start. <laughs> He don't have to know the truth. He doesn't have to know the truth. <laughs> Listen, hey, Tony, any final words from you or how can people learn more about your financial business and what you're doing? How can we learn about you? How can we find you? Absolutely. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Tony the Tycoon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at A Hills, my last name, A as an Apple, H-I-L-L-S 84. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So you can find me on those platforms. Amazing. Thank you so very much again. And Frederick has already said he's paying to see that. My Venmo is. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be the producer. I'll make sure everybody gets their take. All right, cool. <laughs> Y'all three race who pulls a first hammy. It's great. Now, no one's going to pull a hammy, but in case they did, Doc, you'll be there. Whatever kind of doctor you are, I'm sure you can work hey, on man. a hammy. I'm sure you got it. Hey, man, let, let, let Ray know I'm ready, baby. I'm like Mike Tyson. Getting back to it, baby. You know oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> oh my god hey, if mike can do it he's got us all inspired he looked right. and listen right, right? Yeah. sorry mike came out mike came out and said the fighting guards the, the fighting guards is with you today i've gone i've gone to the place and found the fountain of youth i'm ready <laughs> he definitely right after this i'm doing some push-ups mike y'all talking about racing mike is back in shape as his 20 year old self <laughs> let's get our lives together i'm gonna get mine together i'm, I'm using touch of gray get away these grays too Shout out to Mike Tyson, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Tyson. Maybe we'll have him on at some point. Yes. Man, listen, Tony, thank you so very much for not just sharing yourself and your thoughts, but the thoughts of your family, loved ones, and those who helped you along your journey and being the version that, of yourself that you are today. And I know it's constantly, steadily improving. So I appreciate your transparency, your story, and the love that you showed while you're here. And we look forward to having you again in the future. Uh, so... Make sure that you all continue, you know, to stay connected with this. If you know professional athletes who have a story that feel like they can benefit from being here, then absolutely 
afford them interviews like this so they can see how changes and stories happen. And we help those who are coming uh, from behind us and looking to grow ahead of us. And as we also teach those to learn their game beyond the game. So thank you all for being here. Have an amazing day. Thank you, Prince. As always, peace. Hey, leave Texas, baby. <laughs> I just say that, man. Much love. I love you, everybody. Have a good one. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.